Hi, God bless. Hello, welcome to BlendCareerDisease.com. My name is Jazz, and I'm here to introduce Blend. Take it away. Why, thank you, Jazz. That was a perfectly lovely introduction. I definitely do appreciate you, my little assistant. Well, hello, everybody, once again, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we bring you the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I am certainly honored to be here with all of you on episode number 74 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are back once again with our Nehemiah study, and we plan to wrap it up on today. Yes, indeed. So listen, go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with our Nehemiah study finale. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, so we're going to get ready to dig into our Nehemiah study finale. Can you believe it? After all of these months, we are finally wrapping up the book of Nehemiah. And I have to say to you, BCU family, that this has been a study that's been intensive, it's been challenging, and it has been rewarding. And this is what pleases God when we dig down into his word, see what it is that he has to say to us and how we can apply his word to our daily lives. So we're going to get into our study in just a bit. The uh, formality that we do go through here is to just recap what we've talked about so far. So since we're going to end our Nehemiah study, I think it apropos for us to just briefly touch on all that we've covered over the past uh, 10 chapters of Nehemiah. So In the first couple of chapters, we talked about overcoming people approval. And then right around chapter three, we talked about what kind of worker you are and the importance of gated living. In chapter four, we talked about what to do when you're attacked on the wall, because when God calls you to do something, there's always going to be an enemy lurking about. So we have to be aware of that. And we also know have to know how to fight that enemy in the spirit rather than in the flesh. So sometimes with those attacks, we get a little tired. So we talked about that also in Nehemiah chapter four, and then how to be motivated to get back to work on the wall. In Nehemiah chapter five, we talked about confrontation. Sometimes when you're working with people, we have to confront them with what it is that they're doing or not doing. And how do we do that so that God is glorified? So we covered that in Nehemiah chapter five. And then as we moved into Nehemiah chapter six, we looked at how Nehemiah actually led or governed his people rather than bossed or managed them. And that really helped the people to be motivated enough to finish the work on the wall. As we moved into further chapters, we learned how to gatekeep in Nehemiah chapter 7. We also prepared to apply the word of God from Nehemiah chapter 8. And we also looked at why we should be mindful of a condition called stiff neck in Nehemiah chapter 9. 
So all really good nuggets, BCU family. And if you missed any of those studies, not to worry. Wherever you are right now, you can get back to the beginning. If you're on the blankcouragesyou.com site, you can go back out to the main menu and you can just type Nehemiah in the search bar and all of the Nehemiah studies should come up for you. If you happen to be listening in just the podcast formation, not a problem. Whether you're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play or on SoundCloud, just go ahead and take a look at the main menu. You'll see every episode all numbered and titled with Nehemiah so you'll be able to easily find any of the episodes that you missed. So before we get into Nehemiah chapters 10, 11, 12, and 13, you know, as we look at Nehemiah chapter 9, the last time we were together, the Israelites were continuing to recall what God had done for them, how he had blessed them. And they also realized how far they were away from the word of God and how they now wanted to make a covenant to start being obedient once again. So what we're going to do from here on out with the remaining chapters is rather than read them all in their entirety, we're going to just highlight a few of the things that the Lord has given me. What I encourage you to do on your free time is to read Nehemiah chapters 10, 11, 12, and 13 in their entirety to get the full understanding and context of what the Lord has revealed to us here on this podcast or if you're reading the blog post. So let's start with Nehemiah chapter 10. So, of course, Nehemiah chapter 10 is a continuation of Nehemiah chapter 9. And basically in chapter 10, the people have all gathered together and they want to really start doing what the word of God says. So if we make our way down to uh, verse number 28 and actually verse number 29 in Nehemiah chapter 10, it says that Nehemiah, the priests, the priests, the chief of the people, the porters, the singers, and all of the people separated themselves from others in the land. So not only were the Israelites there, there were others there as well. So the Israelites had to go ahead and separate themselves now that they had knowledge and understanding. The other thing that they did was they started to cleave to themselves and they swore to walk in God's law, observing and doing all of the commandments judgments and statutes of the Lord. So understand BCU family that there were other people uh, dwelling in this land as well and they were not separated or uh, set apart if you will. Uh, Many of the people in that land at that time worshipped other gods and of course the Israelites only knew the one true God. So at some point the Israelites had to sort of come away from anything that was going to contaminate them or to bring them back under the bondage of sin. So now, how does this apply to us? What we should do is take a look at our surroundings and take note of who and what we are attached to. And if the situations, the people, the places, the things, the crowds that we we run with do not line up with the word of God, then with his guidance, 
in his timing and with his help, we need to leave that stuff behind and cleave to the one true God. Ephesians 5 and 8 reminds us, for you were sometimes darkness. We were in darkness, BCU family, but now we are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So now this brings us to Nehemiah chapter 11, BCU family. And what it is here basically is that people are starting to settle into their new dwellings in Jerusalem and in other nearby cities. So what we've gleaned from this area is, is that while the folks were settling into their homes, they were also being assigned different things to do. Singers were assigned. There were people that were workers on the houses, gatekeepers, etc., and so on. So how does this apply to us? Well, I'm going to answer that question with a question. What has God assigned to you? Mm. With the help of the Lord, are we carrying out our duties in excellence? Are we giving God our very best or excusing away our duties because of work, which we always seem to make our way to regardless? Maybe we're excusing them because we have duties at home. Or is it because of people, quote, not letting you be great, unquote. Now that statement, that quote actually deserves another post, but suffice it to say, that God is the one that's great. Yes, it is that deep, BCU family. Our God is the one that is great, and it's him that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. So in actuality, the only ones stopping us, or stopping God rather, from being great in us is us. Because we allow the foul spirit that works through people to stop us from carrying out our assignments. Matthew chapter 25 verses 14 through 30 tells the story and the consequences of following through or not following through with whatever God has entrusted us with. It is in our best interest to carry out God's duties as he has assigned us to do them. All right, BCU family, that moves us to Nehemiah chapter 12. And it's at this point that the wall is dedicated and it is dedicated with a celebration. There was gladness, thanksgiving, singing, symbols, psalteries, harps, and sacrifices. It sounded amazing. And on top of that, there was rejoicing and great joy in Jerusalem that was heard afar off. And that's Nehemiah chapter 12. Um, and that's verse 27. And that takes us down to right around verse number 42. So how does this apply to us? This is how it should be when we give praise to our God. There should be much singing, 
much loud singing, rejoicing, and thanksgiving. We're supposed to bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in our mouths. And that's Psalm 34 and 1. And whether it's in a corporate setting for worship, during your prayer time or Bible study, perhaps in the car, or even to yourselves, God's praises should continually be in our mouths. Ephesians 5:19 and 20 says, Speak to yourselves in psalms, in spiritual hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if I had to break that down into one simple sentence, BCU family, it would be let everything, let everything, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. That's Psalm 150 and 6. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, our God is great and greatly to be praised. So BCU family, I tell you on that last chapter, I just had to stop and give God some spontaneous, continual praise because he is just that good. I do plan to pull myself together though, and we'll get through this last chapter of Nehemiah together. So Nehemiah chapter 13 I have to say to you all that this was a very unusual ending uh, (laughs) for Nehemiah. Very unusual indeed uh, for a book of the Bible. And let's get into why that is. So with this last chapter, uh, what's happened is is that Nehemiah uh, was away. I don't know if he went back to work as a king's cupbearer and he took a leave and he came back maybe to check on things only to find out that Tobiah, yes, the enemy only goes away for a season. You all remember Tobiah? He reared his head up in uh, chapter number two and then again in chapters four and also in chapter five. He was busy. So Tobiah had uh, gotten very friendly with one of the priests. All right. So they made an ally together. They allied together and Tobiah ended up in one of the chambers in the house of the Lord. So he had just set up his little camp in there. So Nehemiah found out about this and was sorely grieved. The scriptures say he was sorely grieved. And uh, that's Nehemiah chapter 13, verse eight. And he subsequently threw Tobiah out because he had no business there and commanded that the people cleanse that chamber. They had to cleanse everything because Tobiah had no business in there. So that was number one. The next thing that Nehemiah had to take care of was chastising the rulers and the people who started selling their wares on the very wall that the Lord had blessed them to build. And not only were they selling on the wall, they were selling on the Sabbath. And they knew better than to do that, but they had fallen into, you know, their old ways. Finally, the Israelites were also rebuked for marrying strange or people who served more than one God. So we talked about that previously where the Israelites were supposed to be set apart 
for themselves and just marry within themselves so that they didn't get caught up in that polytheistic uh, nation, if you will, of people who worship more than one God. And they started to intermingle. And of course, once you start to intermingle, you start to lose your worship and reverence for the one true God and start worshiping all these false gods. So Nehemiah had to rebuke the people for that. And once Nehemiah straightened all of that out, he uh, cleansed and purified everyone and asked God to remember him. Uh, Nehemiah asked for the Lord to remember him for all the good that he had done with the people. My goodness. So how does this apply to us? Now, we certainly can advise and tell people to do according to what the word of God says. But we are not responsible for their inaction or their action. God will take care of that. And we have proof that God will by taking a look at Luke chapter 12, verse 47. And that says that those that knew the Lord's will and did not prepare themselves and did not follow through with God's will will be beat with many stripes. Mm. Yes, God is love and he is merciful, but he also has to correct and punish as a good father would. And God keeps all of his word. So with God's help, let's avoid those stripes, BCU family, by being obedient to what God tells us to do and by walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh. And that's found in Galatians chapter 5. You can start at verse 16 and read all the way through verse number 25. Amen? Amen. So BCU family, this officially concludes our study of the book of Nehemiah. I know, I'm telling you, it has been a blessing. It has been a blessing to me. And I pray that this extensive study has been a blessing to you. So if so, we'd love to hear what it is that you took away from our study, whether it's from this particular lesson that we just went over, or maybe it was from one of the previous podcasts or blog posts. Doesn't matter. Let's keep the conversation going in the comments section. So if you can, hop on over to blaincouragesyou.com, leave us a comment, and we will continue talking about Nehemiah. As a reminder, if you haven't subscribed to blaincouragesyou.com, Today is a good day to do so. It's free as always, and it is a good place, thank God, for you to be able to get your encouragement, inspiration, and information based on the Word of God. Additionally, check us out on the daily. Go ahead and like us on Facebook. We are also on Twitter, so you can follow us there, along with Instagram as well. And we are on YouTube on a weekly basis with our word of the week. Additionally, you can subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, and on iTunes. So wherever you are most comfortable getting to BlankCouragesYou.com, we've pretty much got you covered. 
So my friends, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. I'm going to get ready to sign off, but not without thanking you so much for listening, for tuning in, for reading the blog post, for sharing this with your friends, and for your prayerful support. I have a friend here that's going to help me out as we sign off. Hi, my name is Peanut. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Give you peace as you stay on the wall. All right, Peanut. Excellent job there. Thank you so much, buddy. All right, BCU family. God bless you. Lord will. We'll see you next time.